you doing, Mia? No, how are you? Okay. Uh, so, uh, I know I have not done a podcast in a while. I know it's been like about two months. No, it's been over two months. I think. Right? Something like that. Um, uh, but um, Mia was talking to me. Uh, this is Mia. She's one of my good friends. Uh, but she was talking to me. She had to do a podcast for a class, and she wanted to know how it was done because apparently I'm professional at it. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, yeah. All, f- what, five before this? Uh, More than me. So. <laughs> well, you haven't done any. This is my first time doing one. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but she wanted to learn how to do this a little bit, so I figured I'd teach her. Or uh, how to like just use some of the equipment, and then she tells me, "Yeah, well, we don't actually have to do any of this. We just have to have a uh, a camera that just picks up the audio." It's like, yeah. dang it. Uh, so, but uh, I've been bored for a few days, so I figured we'd do one anyway. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but um, I know I have not uh, done one in a while. It's mainly just because. Uh, when I get home from work often, I'm just so tired, I don't feel like doing anything. And then on the weekends, when I'm not tired, I'm either helping my parents or I'm going out with friends and I don't feel like doing that because that would take time. And I'd rather spend time having fun with my friends than just doing a podcast. Not that it's not fun. It's just prioritize yourself, even though I thought I was going to take this seriously. <laughs> it's just the secret. Just don't take yourself seriously at all. Um, that's it. So, but, um, what do you think you're going to do your podcast on for your uh, class? Um, well, we write the script. <laughs> <laughs> we read this book about that one, that one guy, and he did that thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like Shakespeare, but not Shakespeare. Yes. But, like. It's about Shakespeare and it's like about the culture and like how he migrated to England. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, th- that can be annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit weird. <laughs> what the heck is this thing? Sorry, my uh, computer is being annoying. Uh, ha! But um, I've had some ideas that I've been wanting to kind of talk about recently. Um, uh, just because uh, it's been on my mind, and I don't think I've talked about them before on the podcast. And I have some philosophy things, and then also some interesting, well, it's kind of old news because I I found this out like a month ago. All this stuff actually more than a month ago. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, but Mia does kind of like cars from time to time. She likes cars more than most girls. We'll put it that way. Because yeah. most girls don't give a crap. <laughs> They're like, oh, wait, you hit the gas pedal? <laughs> Stop. My friend Julia's sister, Randall, she's the sweetest girl, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but she does not know how to drive. <laughs> I mean, she's only 16. She's just, she only has a permit and all, which is thank God. Yeah. <laughs> but but she apparently just like he's like wait you have to lift off the brake to go no she did not <laughs> she did. this is directly quoted from julia and then she admitted it to me <laughs> i love annabelle she's a sweet girl she's a great girl but <laughs> she actually did this i was 
dying when I heard this. Wait, you have to. It was ridiculous. So, uh, but yeah, you, you, you're a learning how to drive still, right? Cause you're not, you don't have your license yet, right? Yeah, I drive legally, but nobody needs. <laughs> uh, well, don't we all? <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, I did. Yeah. My dad took me to parking lots when I was young uh, to teach me how to drive. Because he wanted me to be ready. And yeah. then before that, he was taking me go-kart racing and all to learn how to, or how it, how it reacts yeah. when you're, especially in a slide. Mm-hmm. I drive with my friends. Like, I, I, like, I drive with my friends. They let me do it. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, um, I, uh, we had this old go-kart cart that was a racing go-kart at one point. Sorry. I had the microphone too far away. But we had this old microphone. Um, <laughs> go-kart. And it, uh, it was an 18-horsepower go-kart, mm-hmm. which was, ooh, it was fast. Yeah. I mean, it was geared for acceleration, mm-hmm. but it would, which, um, for those of you that don't know, acceleration, um, you want if you want to gear for acceleration, you're not going to have a high top speed, but if you want to gear for top speed, you're not going to have any acceleration. Yeah. But this was geared for acceleration because it was made for, like, a road course. Yeah. And it would top out probably around like seventy. Wow! It was fast. Wow. It could go a hundred if you geared it right. Wait, so did you drive it? Yeah. Oh, sweet. my dad kept it and we fixed it up and then we then we put the seat and then we and we adjusted it. This was when I was I want to say, I want probably around twelve or thirteen. Okay. Um, I mean, like yeah, <laughs> seven years ago. Damn, yeah. I mean, dang. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sorry, folks. She's a little rough around the edges. <laughs> no, she is not rough around the edges at all. No, she's good. But uh, she uh, I'm all screwed up. I'm just don't worry. I give up. Uh, so, but um, this go kart, um, it was a racing go kart, but. Tires were still from the eighties. This is where my dad got oh, it originally. Wow, yes, wow. Um, but we took it to parking lots. Uh, like you know, uh, Bucksmont well, used to be called Bucksmont. You know where that is? Yeah. So there's all these. So there's all these um uh, parking lot stuff for the most part. It was yeah, unused. Yeah. On the weekends, we would once in a while we'd go up there with my old Highlander. We'd throw the. We'd put this thing in the trunk of the Highlander. Oh, we'd have to put down the seats and all, and then I'd drive it around and then. Uh, for like 20 minutes, then we'd leave and make sure cops didn't come because <laughs> we were stupid. Yeah. Um, well, that word's wrong. We are stupid. Stop. Okay, we're stupid when it comes to that because we just. My dad's a speed junkie. I'm a speed junkie. I admit it. I I, I take that on on Ted. I'm sorry, but but I but the first time I drove it, my dad was really impressed because I um I uh I got into a power slide and I, and I um. And I reacted just how it was, and I, I didn't even know I did what it was supposed to, what I was supposed to do, yeah. um, with how to control it. Mm-hmm. And my dad, to, my dad, my dad, after right after I got out of it, and I pulled right out because I mean he he figured out a way for me to go like through curves and all, yeah. so I could learn how to do it. And mm-hmm. and then my and I got into this power slide and I and I slid out of it and I, and I controlled it perfectly. And my dad was like, "How'd you know what to do?" And I said, "I don't know. No, I just did it." <laughs> Skill, bro. <laughs> but um, uh, but I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I got my dad's car instincts. I think. Yeah. My dad's. For sure. My dad's. dad's a, well, no, not not like taste, but more I have a lot. Yeah. No, my taste is actually a little different than my dad. Yeah. I like oh, a lot. Yeah. I like a lot of the stuff my dad likes, but then I also like a lot of stuff my dad just doesn't care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, because I just love horrors typically. It's just don't fornicate themselves with a wire brush. <laughs> uh, but um, but I drove that, and then I started going go kart racing, and then eventually we started doing uh in the car, and that's how I learned to drive. So on the first day I had the first day I had my permit, I uh was actually I started driving. Wow. Right wow. on the road. Most people that I take them to a parking lot, which is perfectly reasonable. I think that you should do it, mm-hmm. like get them like adjusted, like know how, like use the car mm-hmm. and all. But you I already don't... knew how to drive. Yeah, but I knew how to yeah. drive at that yeah. point, so I was just ready to go. Yeah. Anyone <laughs> that got that reference, I got you, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> I. I will be so impressed if you get that reference. No one's gonna get that reference. My dad would get that reference <laughs> because my dad and I are crazy. So, actually, this one guy at work, um, okay. and he uh, he's from a. He's from El Salvador. He's um, but he's Latino. He has mm-hmm. a thick accent. Nicest guy in the world, though. Um, mm-hmm. but I, we everyone calls him the amigo. <laughs> I like that. Um, but uh, but he and I and I say and say say uh, me muy loco. <laughs> uh, I say that about myself all the time. And he, he and he's like no 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 no. no. I said yes yes. <laughs> and he laughs. Mm-hmm. The other day we had these big horses that uh, the material sits on for painting it because he works in the paint booth. Yeah. Um, I've been working a lot in the paint booth, which I really like. Um, Sweet. yeah, uh, I can, I've done everything in there that they do except for actually paint because there's more, cause it's just, that just is a few second process, yeah. but, but prepping everything and all, um, like wiping things down, cleaning things up a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I've gotten good at that, but, uh, we, uh, but we have these horses that are big and they're probably, I want to say probably 150 pounds. Um, uh, the, but that's what everything sits on and all that way. Like you can, like it's up where like you can work easily with it. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but he said, 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 amigo, oh, he called me over, uh, that's what he said, as I, uh, and we're supposed to move it, and he said, so, uh, we move, move, and I was like, okay, and, and he said, but first, and he got down in the stance, like he was about to do a karate move, and then he kicked it like a karate kick, I was dying on the ground, I was, like, on the horse, like, trying not to cry, because I'm starting to cry right now, because it was so funny, I couldn't believe he did it, and I was just like, Oh my god! <laughs> he's so he's so silly. Mm. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was so stupid. It was so funny. Oh my god! Um, and then he said, "Now you try." <laughs> <laughs> I did try. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but um, yeah, he's the funniest though. <laughs> But, uh, <coughs> geez, oh man, I forgot even what I was talking about. Oh, uh, but, um, we were talking about driving, uh, we were, we got through that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my dad and I are crazy. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because we did things that we shouldn't have done. I admit it. I, I promise I won't do it to anyone. That's a quote. Sarcasm notwithstanding. Um, okay. But, uh, Mia does like some cars, and, um, you, you know Alfa Romeo, right? What? Alfa Romeo. Um, Hold on. Uh, oh, that's a that's a McLaren Senna. That's my. F- I say favorite car, but it's like, do I? Is it my favorite car? 
It's tied for number one. Really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would die. Yeah, I love McLaren. That's why whenever I open a new tab, it will come up with a new McLaren. Oh my gosh! seven twenty. Yeah, that's a seven twenty S Spider. Wow. This crazy. is, this is an um, this is a twelve C Spider. But before they called it a Spider, it was called the MP four dash twelve C because oh, yeah. McLaren are nerds, which is <laughs> I like because they make better cars than Ferrari, in my opinion. My yes. stats and numbers and lap times, they're better. Mm -hmm. End of it. Plus, plus for Ferrari, stupid. They mm -hmm. won't. No, this is no. This makes me so irritated about Ferrari because they're Ferrari and they're the biggest name in supercars ever. Yeah. Like if say if you um, say uh you hit, say you got famous and you got you got famous and then you got a lot of money and now you could now you have enough money if you wanted to buy a Ferrari, they would not let you buy a brand new one most likely. Why? Because Ferrari is like that. They want you buy a used one. It's only a few years old. What if you want to make one like as like your like? Car? No. Uh, unless they, unless you get like really, like unless you have a real relationship with them, you're not gonna be able to get one. Then, once you get, then once you've had one for a couple of years, and they think, okay, he he can work within the Ferrari branding. Mm. It's really stupid. Yeah. Um, then uh, you can then you can buy a brand new one, and then once you develop a really good relationship, say if you have a lot of money and you have a, uh, like there's Ferraris that go for millions of dollars, yeah. millions of dollars. Yeah. Say, uh, if you had like a two million Ferrari, and it's a very special edition, mm -hmm. even if you had the money and you've had a Ferrari previously, there's a good chance they will not let you buy one. After having for that long, even and if you had one for a few years, um, because Ferrari is very selective of who they will sell to. But why? That's so weird. Because like... Ferrari are jerks, and it <laughs> makes me so irritated. That's why I like it when I see McLaren kicking their butt mm -hmm. with all kinds of things like. Then what's the point of making all these Ferraris? Not even because they, because they, 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 it's more important their image to them. I feel like than actually making money. Uh, in my, I, that that could not be true. That could be true. That yeah. could not be true. Mm -hmm. But that's what I see. Yeah. Um. But um, I'll show you what my favorite car. Oh my gosh, we're not with Khalifa over here. So that is tied with the Senna. That's the McLaren P1. So this wow. one. I like yeah. Um, so it was really interesting. This thing set a record for the most amount of downforce. Really? Uh, when it, for a streetcar. Uh, so it was, I think, at 150, either 150 or 155 miles an hour. Oh it, it made, I think it was, 600 kilograms of downforce, which you're talking about. That's 1,300 pounds-ish. Wow. That's like a, about half the car's weight in downforce, mm -hmm. which, but downforce is great because, downforce, um, if you don't know, I don't, you don't understand downforce, really. Um, no, I don't really know. Okay, so, um, <laughs> imagine, you know how when you're driving and you go along with the car, you have, uh, if you, like, you have the window down, if you put your hand down, you'll feel it push down on you? Yeah. That's kind of like what downforce does. So it pushes down the wheels and wheels and tires to give it more oh, grip. Okay, so, but the problem with adding more weight is that it will push it out when you go through a corner because of inertia, and then also makes it harder to accelerate. You lower mm. your top speed. All those kind of things will happen. Yeah. But with it, but um, downforce is great because it gives you that extra grip, 
without right. having all those other drawbacks. Yeah. But the problem is when you have lots of when you get a lot of downforce, typically you get a lot of drag, which will which will lower your top speed. Um, that's why a lot of cars. Um, like I don't know if it'll. Sh- don't really have. That one's cool. It's all the same. This I is, like the look this, of it. This is all the same car. Looks like one of those like Batman cars. <laughs> Batmobiles. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so so you see wow, this over here under the car. Yeah. So that wing actually goes up and down, and it will actually come into the car to like make automatically move. Yeah. So this is the same exact car. See how there's no wing there? Uh-huh. That's because it automatically goes down into the body to l- lower its drag. Uh, but r- right down here, this is what uh, is called ground effects. Yeah. So ground effects, um, essentially, you have um, flu- fluid is uh, gases or uh, air, gases mm-hmm. or water. So yeah. a fluid when it when it because it's coming in at a certain rate. Underneath the car, mm-hmm. um, and there's these channels that are get bigger as they go behind the car. So as that channel gets bigger, it creates what's called a uh, Bernoulli's principle, or is it a Venturi effect? Um, yeah. <laughs> Names that you can't pronounce. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah. um, well, at least off the top of your head. Um, but essentially, that's that accelerates the air going underneath of it mm-hmm. um, because of it opening up. And it will cause a suction effect on the car, and it will without lower without increasing drag, and sometimes things like that can actually lower your drag, mm-hmm. and it will cause it, the car to get like sucked down the ground to increase oh, grip even further. Make yeah. it go faster too. Um, it will. It, it won't. It probably won't affect this acceleration that much, other than just like as much as drag normally would. But it will make it. Um, it will. It can increase the top speed, and it will definitely increase downforce. Okay. Um. But um, this the reason why this is tied because it to me it's like the biggest. Like, I don't care about environmentalism, I just want to go fast because this is actually a hybrid. Oh, what? Yes. So this t- so this was the first hybrid supercar or okay. hybrid hypercar actually. Mm-hmm. It revolutionized what hybrid technology could do, mm-hmm. and uh, other manufacturers have followed suit with it. But essentially, what this did. Um, uh, you have an electric motor, because uh, when you have an engine and you have a, a turbo, turbos will lag because they require a certain amount of throttle for them to work. So in order for you to get boost, which is where you're pressurizing the air into the cylinder, yeah. you're going to have a certain amount of lag time with turbos, yeah. but turbos are more efficient, so they get more, so you can get more power. This thing's engine makes, I believe, 764 horsepower. Wow. It's a 3.8 liter twin turbo V8. Mm-hmm. Now, um, then it has an electric motor on top of that. The filling gaps for the turbo is not actually working very well. Oh. So when you have that, so there's no real lag time. Yeah, so yeah. it's using that extra power from the electric motor, um, and then it's and then it uses it to make it faster, mm-hmm. and then actually, and then go around the track quicker. Mm-hmm. And then it has all kinds of advanced technology on the inside to make it actually, uh, like it'll adjust to the ride height automatically uh, to go when you're going over bumps just to increase traction it doesn't have um normally cars have like mclaren developed a system um, on the, actually their first car after the f1 where it doesn't you you normally have roll bars in a car mm-hmm. you know what those are no okay so um you have you have your basic suspension mm-hmm. then you have roll bars that connect it oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. um so they, yeah. they, they that go across the car yeah, and it, keep, it keeps it from twisting and you can actually increase your handling just by changing out the roll bars 
But McLaren developed a system using electronics instead of roll bars. Oh. So every wheel is actually fully independent. It ended up being a great invention for ride. It made the rides incredible on the car, like make it really like smooth. smooth. Yeah. But it made it faster around the track, which mm. I like because I like when things are faster around mm. the track and then just so happen to actually work better as like a daily driver type thing because I think that's cool. You could daily drive this thing and you'd be fine because it's so comfortable. Yeah, so how much do these normally run for? This one, they stopped making, I think, in 2014. What? Why? McLaren's? Yeah, this McLaren. In particular. Oh, oh, okay. This, but, um, uh, it was either 2014 or 2015, something like that. Um, but uh, they didn't make a ton of them because it cost like a million dollars when it was brand new. For this brand? For this particular uh, McLaren. So McLaren has lots. So they're like probably really expensive. Yeah. Um, their cheapest car, I think, ranges around one hundred fifty thousand dollars, one hundred twenty thousand dollars, something like that. That that's the that's their bargain. <laughs> um, honestly, it's five. I mean, it's five hundred seventy horsepower. I'm not gonna complain that much, but um, yeah. But that's tied from it because it just takes that environmental concept and then uses it to make a car work better and faster, not for the sake of environmentalism, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. But um, what? Uh, but this car around a track is definitely faster because it's lighter and then also has more downforce. So that P1 set a record of 600 kilograms of downforce. This, 800. <laughs> so McLaren broke the record. No one broke the record since. But they decided to break the record again. <laughs> oh my god! So I like that. Yeah, you know that. I'm like, no, our record's not good enough. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. Uh, Mia will be back in a second. Uh. But um, what I've been wanting to talk about. Uh, is a. Unbelievable. Uh, um, but uh, I've been wanting to talk about Alfa Romeo uh, because I anyone that uh, knows my taste in cars knows I love an Alfa Romeo because Alfa Romeos are cool. But um, so uh, I've been wanting to to talk about uh, this uh, new. Did I talk about this? I feel like I might have. But anyway, it's still good to go over because it's a great car. It's um, it's the uh, Alfa Romeo uh, Giulia Quadrifoglio GTA, um, which is going to be a modified version of the current Quadrifoglio. And it's going to have more downforce. It's going to be more aerodynamic. And they're going to add another, I think, like 50 horsepower or so. And a little more torque. Um, and I think what they're trying to compete with is... Uh, this one Jag, I cannot remember the name of at the moment, uh, but uh, I think it was Concept something, I don't know, Concept 17, something like that, uh, but um, this uh, but this Alpha, I'm so excited to see, because I think it's going to set the record for the fastest uh, sedan around the Nuremberg ring, um, they were supposed to be bringing out this, this coming year, this current year, I don't think it's going to happen because um, everything got so delayed with COVID that things, that, um, I don't think it's going to happen. But, uh, one thing that everyone talks about, because um, I'm saving for a car currently, and I and I want a rear-wheel drive car, um, and everyone's like, that's terrible in the winter. 
it's terrible in the winter if you don't know what you're doing. Because, and I'll prove, and I'll prove this through the singular point. Rally driving uses loose surface and goes on snow all the time. Before they started using four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive, they always used rear-wheel drive because it's better. Front-wheel drive only works better if you don't know what you're doing, which I would argue you probably shouldn't be on the road if it's snowing if you don't know what you're doing. But rear-wheel drive is actually better in a lot of cases. Um, now, some cars, that's not necessarily true because you don't get good traction in the, in the back, and um, front-wheel drive can be better, can in uh, with certain cars, but overall, rear-wheel drive, definitely better. Uh, better than front-wheel drive in the snow, if you know what you're doing. But um, but I've been thinking about getting um, either a, a rear-wheel drive car or an all-wheel drive car. Um, I've been looking at a few different things. I still haven't decided because the biggest thing for me is trying to find... It's not that finding a car for, for price isn't that big of a deal because I have to save either way. Um, there's lots of cars that are about the same price that I could find. The biggest thing for me is finding what I fit in. So when I find a couple different cars that I think I'll fit in, that's when I'm going to start taking this stuff seriously. Oh, finally, Mia's back. About freaking time. Oh, my gosh. You miss me? Yes. <laughs> Good. Uh, she's cold. She needs a barbecue. That's soft. Uh, but, uh, so, but I was either... So one of the things I've been really looking at because I think they're really cool and it has a great engine is the, um, I'm talking about what kind of car. So I'm, th so I'm talking about fitting in cars because I do not fit in a lot of cars comfortably. <laughs> like uh, Eric, uh, who's been on the podcast before, um, his Impreza, which I, I would get a WRX if it fit me. But yeah. Eric has a, has a uh, 2010 Impreza, which is the same basic interior. Uh, as a WRX because it's based off of the WRX. Mm -hmm. um, no, no. The WRX is based off of the Impreza. I don't need to get fact-checked on here. <laughs> no one's going to fact-check me on here. Everyone knows I'm already right. Yeah. Um, For sure. <laughs> whatever I say. I say. I'm saying. I can... Okay, this is gonna be, that could be a long tangent. Never mind. We're not going to go on that one. <laughs> um, but, uh, but the Mazda Speed 6 is a really nice car. And it has a great engine in it. It makes, I think, right around 241 horse and similar numbers for torque. But it was a, uh, I think it was a 2.4, I think it was 2.4 liter turboed um, inline four. Um, but it was all wheel drive, which I think would be really nice. Sedan, which I'd be fine with. I wouldn't care. Um, yeah. but, but, it, but the handle, good. Mazda, I've talked about this before. Mazda makes great daily driver cars, like normal cars. But they put extra time and money into making the cars feel sportier yeah. than a normal car. Like if you compared, what, I guess uh, the current Mazda six versus the current, I think the camera is about the same size as the Mazda six. Mm -hmm. um, if you compare them and you compare the even prices, most likely the Mazda is going to handle and feel a little bit more sporty, um, which I like, and I like that they do that because it gives like normal people if they don't have the money for a real sporty car or a designated sports car. Yeah. Um, uh, like, my dad, he has a truck, but then he also has the Corvette, so, like, he has yeah. the extra... They have the extra money to have the extra car. Mm -hmm. Um, But they, uh, was... It has nice power, good delivery. I saw about Mazda Speed 3, but then I was like, I don't want a front-wheel drive car, plus I hear that has really bad... Um, 
what do you call it? Uh, the term's escaping me right now. Is essentially when uh, you stomp on the gas really hard with a front wheel drive car that's really powerful, it has a tendency just to all of a sudden turn like, really hard. Yeah. Like, be, like you let go of the, the, the steering wheel, you okay. stomp on the on gas, you go, boom, oh, and go so off to the side. Yeah. So you have to hold it tight. Okay, okay. But some people like that because it's exciting. Yeah. Which, I'm, which I get, like, whatever yeah. gets you going when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. To each his own. Um, uh, but, but I thought about the Mazda Speed 3 because it has the same engine and, and I think it's about the same weight. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit, they made them a little bit newer because I think they stopped production either 07 or 08 for the Mazda Speed 6. Um, uh, so it'd be a little bit older car than I have now, but it'd be more fun. And it'd be lighter and make more power and all this. And um, so I've been thinking about that. But then I've also thought about if I fit in one, which is a big if. Because I read the MR2. Do you, do you know what the MR2 is? No. Um. So. I, I don't think you do. I apologize. I don't <laughs> think you do because it's kind of an oddball car. Um, but they stopped making these in like I think uh, 2003 or 2004 or something like that. Um, Well, I would hope so after a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, so shiny. Yeah, also that's a lot of that's camera work as well. Yeah. Uh, so, Toyota MR2. Okay, so this is the MR2. This oh, is yeah, a this, this is a first gen MR2. So this is, it has a little four cylinder. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't make a ton of power. I think it only made. Uh, I used to think these cars were ugly. Well, the thing is, they're mid-engine. Oh. So they handle phenomenally. Oh, um, nice. The MR2, actually, I believe it stands for mid, mid-engine mid rear-wheel drive two-seater. Mm. Right. I'm pretty sure that's what it stands for. Um, for some reason, I always think it's Roadster for the car. Um, mm. This is the this is the last generation. They called this yeah, the Spider. I don't like, I actually don't like the look of this. Really? I like the look of that. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. It's just not my thing. But um, mm-hmm. but that's a third gen there. Um, but um, they had but this one the third generation mm-hmm. they only sold sold as convertible, which I would actually prefer. I like convertibles better. Yeah, me because too. I like the open air feel. Yeah. Um, as long as it works properly and all. Um, but what's t- Ooh, that car was cool. Did you right there? Oh yeah. Oh, I like that color green. Uh, to me, this kind of front looks very girly. Yeah, I was gonna say. That's, no, that's not that looks bad. It's just not my thing. It looks too much like a Volkswagen Beetle in my. Uh, it looks like a bug. <laughs> no, it kind of looks like a boxer. <laughs> a Porsche Boxster. Mm-hmm. Or a Beetle. <laughs> well, what I've talked about this on here before. I do not like Porsche nine uh, elevens uh, because they too look too much like a Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah, I do. Wait. I, th- I probably have told you about this before. Yeah, I was um, say. But the founder of Porsche, Ferdinand Porsche, was one of the head designers of the Volkswagen Beetle. Before it was called the Volkswagen Beetle. But um, do you know who also was the head one of the head designers on the Volkswagen Beetle? No. Or, or the Beetle? Yeah. He kind of took over Germany. <laughs> Wait. Hitler? <laughs> you think I'm kidding? No. No, you're serious. Um, uh, yeah. Wait, are you serious though? Really? Yeah. I didn't 
mainstream history. Oh, mainstream car history. I, I know yeah. not everyone knows that. But I didn't know that. So just for the record, if you like Nazis, buy your Volkswagens. <laughs> if you don't like Nazis, boycott Volkswagens. <laughs> no, I'm not sponsoring them. I don't really like Volkswagens. But um, yeah. But uh, but then uh, so essentially because the rear engine design. Fernand Porsche was basically like, well, let's use this design, this basic idea, mm-hmm. stretch it out a little bit, lower it, and we'll have a sports car. <laughs> so he took the same engine, like engine, like place design, because the original Volkswagen Beetle was a rear engine design. Yeah. Um, and, I, and then he kept the, and then I think he took out the rear seats at first. Originally, he wanted to call it, I think, like the nine o one or nine one o. Um, and then um, but France, this is just after the war. Okay. But France decided. That they had a copy, they had copyright on every three number car with the number zero in it because they are French. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they do. Europe is ridiculous. Let's just put it that way. Europe is ridiculous. The Italians are ridiculous in their own way because they're flamboyant often. Like it shows in their. <laughs> Are you gonna say that that's not true? Then <laughs> they're, they're national characteristics. Yeah. They're very flamboyant and all, all, and then, but then you get the Germans. They're very, they're very punctual. They're very like mm-hmm. everything's designed to the, the number, every single number for like the Germans' cars, um, and then you, then the French, they're drunk, um, <laughs> um, and. And the British are like it's, the cars are great, and they but they only work for like a month, and then they break. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like Land Rovers, like um, I who I think it's the uh, I think the Australians have a saying about uh, Range Rovers in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go into the outback, you take a Range Rover. If you want to come back, you take a um, you take a Toyota uh, Land Cruiser. Oh. The reason why, because even though the Range Rover may be better, because actually they didn't even change the name, they re- the Land Rover mm-hmm. Defender, mm-hmm. Range Rover is the personal model, Land Rover is the company, um, even though the, the Defender would work better as an off-road vehicle, mm-hmm. it would constantly break. Really? Yeah, they were so unreliable. Mm. Like, I, you, you wouldn't trust it as far as you could throw it. Yeah. <laughs> Mia's really buff so she could actually throw it really far probably not <laughs> Mia just picks it up with her pinky and like this is nothing yeah. um, but but um, but yeah Toyota's known for really good reliability like this is so this is a Toyota mm-hmm. yeah. that's part of the reason why I want one um, I love Toyotas I think that they're best daily driver cars because they're super super reliable mm-hmm. but um these things are still good reliable as well that's one of the reasons why this the toyota the old supra not the new supra which we're going to get to but this, yeah. i do want to talk about it how long have we been on this i don't even half an hour interesting but um i didn't even know it felt like five minutes right no <laughs> uh, but uh the supra has um one of the things Toyota's known for over-engineering things for reliability. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for a long time, everyone thought, like, oh, Honda and Toyota, neck and neck for reliability. Yeah. I would argue Toyota was always a little bit ahead, 
now Toyota's very much ahead. Really? Yeah. Um, it's partly because of um, transmissions that, that Honda's been using. They've been oh, using the same yeah. transmissions as, like, Nissan and all. Mm-hmm. Um, they use the CVT transmissions. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Toyota made their own. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I accidentally hit the mic stand, if you didn't hear it. The spring started going off like it was a, like a bass guitar. Uh, but um, one of the interesting things about the Supra is that instead of using an aluminum block, which is much lighter, they use a uh, a solid iron block. Even though they could use things to make things, even though you can make it a lot lighter by using either an aluminum block or making it semi-porous or lightening up in certain areas, mm-hmm. the only holes in that is for for um uh, cooling. So it makes it significantly stronger, so it can hold a lot more more uh, boost. Which is why people like the um the two JZ engine so much. That's the engine that came in the Supra. Yeah. So it came with, it came with um a turbo on it. But then you could, people blast those things up to like thirty pounds of boost. Really? Yeah. Oh. Make more power. Oh, I thought you made it. Yeah, I know. No boost. So oh, boost okay. is pressurizing air to get more air into the engine, so you can dump more fuel into it. Mm. So that because mm-hmm. you think of if, when you think of an engine, you think of it running on fuel. It uses it the approximate fuel to air ratio for most cars is going to be about thirteen to one for every for so imagine for every liter of fuel you're going to use about thirteen liters of air. Oh okay, so it's like almost yeah. equal. Okay. Yeah. Um. It's, so like so it's quite a lot, but but when you were trying to make power, it's basically as much as just turning up the taps, but getting more fuel in there. Um, but with air, is a lot more tricky. That's why people use superchargers or nitrous or mm-hmm. nitrous. You know, you know nitrous, yeah, is, right? I know what it's basically just air yeah. that is um is higher in oxygen mm-hmm. than the normal air, um, nitrous oxide, mm-hmm. um, or or then turbos. So then you have turbos, that, so you can turn up. So a normal atmosphere is about fourteen pounds of boost. So if you're running fourteen pounds of boost on an engine, you're running two atmospheres. Potentially, if you're running 14 pounds of boost, if you have the right equipment, you should be making double the amount of power if you're not using no boost. Oh, okay. So, but say if you're running like 30 pounds of boost, <laughs> that's yeah, a lot of boost. Yeah, yeah. You should be running, um, like that um, McLaren P1 that I showed you earlier, yeah. I believe that was running right around 27 pounds of boost. Oof, yeah. I mean, that's how, it, out of the little tiny engine, that's how they make so much power. Because more boost is more power, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Not all the time, um, because like I, I know that um for the difference between the um the old Corvettes, um not old, the C sevens, mm-hmm. same generation as my dad's. Yeah. Um. So um, my dad has a Grand Sport. The, the Z06 was a step up, which had a supercharger on. Okay. But um, and then there, then the step above that was the ZR the ZR1. Mm-hmm. So they used a supercharger on both, but they use. The um a significantly bigger supercharger on the um on the ZR one because they found when they tried to increase how fast the supercharger on the uh uh the Z06 six how fast the Z06 supercharger ran mm-hmm. if you increase the speed of the supercharger to make it pressurize the air faster yeah they found that there was too much friction with the air particles mm-hmm. so all that friction caused more heat so actually even though you increase your boost yeah. The um the air was hotter, so then it would make less power. Oh, so does your wait? Did your dad have a zero one or a zero six? He's a Grand Sport, so that's not supercharged. Oh, 
Was he? Oh, oh, okay, okay. So, because um, he didn't want the extra power because it actually you lose a lot of drivability. You know, drivability because like, I mean, it's so easy to break traction with just mm-hmm. a little bit of flick of the throttle. Mm-hmm. Now, it's fast. Yeah. It's so fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, even my dad's car, I mean, only 465 horse. I keep saying only 465 horse. Mm-hmm. That's three times what my yeah, car makes. Yeah, right about three times, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but you have, but they decided to go up with a bigger supercharger, go about the same speed, mm-hmm. but because it was bigger, you weren't experiencing so much friction and all, and the air wouldn't be as hot, so you still would get better. Uh, you still get more power. They increased the horsepower by like, what was 105 horsepower hmm. by increasing the supercharger oh, size? Okay. Yeah, instead of 650 horse, it was 755. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, details, <laughs> but that's the, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, the idea of that was um, so but that's what people like to do with these 2JZ engines, they'll put these 2JZ engines everywhere. I've heard, I've found with 2JZ engines, they're really long. The inline six is a, it's a really long engine, it's like the engine in my dad's car. Mm-hmm. Is is significantly shorter than the engine in a in a uh, Supra, not that car. That's really? Car. Yeah. So inline six is um you have cylinders like this. Okay. Even though even though it's even though it's only a three liter. Yeah. Um versus a six point two. Um <laughs> because you have a V, you have four on this side, four on that side. Yeah. It's significantly shorter because it's only four in a row instead of six. Oh. Inline okay. sixes are very very smooth. Yeah. But they take up a lot of room. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And if you ever see an old Chrysler product, an old Chrysler car, that they have what's called a slant six, it's an inline six that's on a slant. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like, it's just slightly angled. Oh, man. They do it. I think they did it for packaging reasons more than anything. Mm. But yeah. Probably. Oh. Speaking of Corvettes, I've been wanting to talk about, because they're, you have you seen the picture of the new uh, mid-engine Corvette? No. I'll pull it up. Yeah, it's a, Is this like brand new? Or? They ca- it came out mid last year. Okay. Wow. That already looks like pretty new. C eight four. Wow. That is pretty. Yeah. Oh, so handsome. Yeah. So this is a mid-engine Corvette. Wow. I'd want that. 495 horsepower. Wow. <laughs> they start at 60 grand. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. They're but, so pretty. Yeah. Ferrari perform Ferrari performance for half the price and they're not gonna and they're not gonna ask you to get one used first. <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um but they're coming out with um some new I like, wait, I like the tires on them. They all look like they're the same like plastic or skinny like that, but they, you know I mean low profile? Yeah. That's a low sidewall. So with that, yeah. so, so with the idea with that is having um, a low sidewall and then a bigger wheel. Uh-huh. Is that um, essentially you can get better handling out of it. Okay. Um, but you do also sacrifice ride because you can imagine that you have all this cushion with the yeah. tire. Mm-hmm. But when you so if you had that much cushion at first, when you lower the side sidewall, you're gonna end up losing a bunch of that rubber compound. Yeah. So it's going to be a little bit more rougher ride. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, these cars, it has, a, it has the same kind of suspension. Actually, the updated version of what my dad's car has with the suspension setup for mm-hmm. uses magnetic ride fluid. So in the, sho- so in the shock absorber, it, use, it has particles that I believe iron particles in the, in the fluid mm-hmm. that they put an electric charge through in order to increase or, l- or lower the viscosity 
It's the thickness of the look of the fluid. Mm-hmm. So that way it will make the ride either stiffer or softer. Oh. So Wait. that car is the most comfortable car I've ever ridden in. Oh, your dad's? Yeah. When it's in comfort mode. Really? Wait, how many? Well, Wait. touring mode. Okay. And then, but when if you put it in track, it's pretty rough. It's not as rough as my dad as his Camaro was, but it's it's rougher. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, it's like noticeably rougher. Wait, um, so it doesn't have like it's like sports mode and it has like. Yeah. So the the modes like essentially they um they change the way the steering feels. It will increase like. If you're in touring, if you turn the wheel that much, it will only it will turn turn. But if you put it in like track, it will turn significantly more, even with the same steering input. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. and then it will increase how sensitive the throttle is. It will um the ride will be a little rougher. Um, all those things, mm-hmm. and then if you have an automatic, it will change the way the, the shifts go and like how long you want to hold a certain gear. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so, but um one of the, so this car. Are there in the same way because you had with the with the C seven which is my dad's generation mm-hmm. you have the Stingray which is the base then you have the then you have the Grand Sport which is what my dad has the Grand Sport is essentially a wide body um, with arrow of the uh, it's actually they they brought out the Stingray then the Z six and the Z six was a wide body more arrow and then it was supercharged mm-hmm. so essentially you're taking the same end you're taking all the handling functions of the, the arrow and all from the uh, Z six and the engine from the Stingray, and then putting them together. Oh. So you're not getting all that extra power, but mm-hmm. you're still getting all the handling. So it handles really good, and it's actually easier to drive fast than the Z06. Um, but they're not, so they're not going to be bringing out a Grand Sport model for the C8, yeah. from what I've read. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be bringing out the Z06 pretty soon. So I don't know if you have you ever like heard an exotic car like a Ferrari go down the street? Yeah, you know how it like whines like in like. Yeah. Instead, of, instead of having that like so that is called a cross plane crank so okay. it's the way the cylinders fire mm-hmm. so they literally go like this so when you have the cranks the flat plane crank goes like this you have the, you have the rod and yeah. the way the cylinder fires now they're you need they're more balanced and they can actually rev significantly higher which means you can make more power mm-hmm. so they're going to be putting the, the engine in, in this car and then my dad's car is reworked versions in this yeah. um, to make more power. Mm-hmm. It make, This car makes 495 horse. This is no superchargers or anything. Mm-hmm. It's a 6.2 liter though. Oh, with this 5.5 that they're going to be putting in the, the Z06, mm-hmm. it's going to make 600 horsepower. Even though it's a smaller engine, no turbos. Right. Because it can rev so much yeah. higher. And the reason why they like high revving cars is because mm-hmm. on tracks and all, you can you can hold it in the um the, the RPM range to make a lot of power and go through turns and all. It it works much better for a track and they sound cooler in all yeah. honesty. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like I love I love American V8s, but the flat plane crank, they sound good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Um but uh well I'm ex- so they're talking about around six fifteen to like six twenty five horsepower, which is actually I believe gonna be the most powerful naturally aspirated V eight ever. Be put in a streetcar. Really? Yes. Wow. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um, so it's gonna make four eighty pounds foot of torque, at, and they're gonna be revving to nine thousand RPM. A lot of cars are like and revving at like six and a half maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I think the LT two, which is what's in that current C eight uh, Stingray, I think that stops at like sixty two hundred. I want to say. Really? Yeah. So it's significantly higher revving. 
-hmm. And I believe it's going to be double overhead cam as well. The engine. Yeah. Uh, Wait, but, I got a question real quick. Yes. So the little clamps on the side that's being green, is that like where like like what it, what are the so those are so those are intakes. So they do a couple different things. You're talking about these right here, right? Yeah. Where the black is. Um, yeah. So uh, those are intakes for so there are they are for in for cooling for like for the radiator and all to pass the water air over the, the water to help cool down. It's also for the air for to get more air into the engine and all. Right. Um, they serve a few different functions. Um, they're cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I wish I don't like that it's black. I wish it was body colored. Personal, yeah, that, personally, yeah. I know some people like it. It's it's just my yeah. preference. Like I like I'd be Ooh, perfectly I like that color. red. That red and that um that neon green. Oh, and that blue. Like yeah. You see those little marks right there? Yeah. My dad has those on his car. Those are, yeah. called, those are hash marks. They um GM used to do that on like all their like. Their uh, sports cars or track cars, I yeah. And I, I just like I think to me it kind of looks like eye black. So two stripes on it. So, oh, this wow. is actually three stripes. This is what they're talking about. The um, so, Hennessy is releasing this. Um, this is gonna probably be. And it has American flag around the um the yeah. ring. Yeah. That's. This is not a, this is not a Corvette anymore. This has been reworked by Hennessy, which is a Canadian company. They made the Venom GT. It was a, it was a, it was one of the fastest cars in the world at really? the time. Yeah, um, but uh, but uh, they're gonna be ta they're gonna be taking this car, just the standard, and they're gonna probably make it a hair wider, a little more aero, mm -hmm. but it's gonna be really fast around the track. Now, um, uh, for everyone that likes cars on this channel. The four five eight they were praising as the best car ever, um, when with a Ferrari when it came out, um, the four five eight had a four point five liter, or a V eight that made five hundred sixty two horsepower, mm -hmm. and uh, three hundred ninety eight pounds foot of torque, uh, weighing in at uh, thirty four and a half hundred pounds. The current C eight is at. 3,366 pounds. Now, if they if they do change this engine up because it's double overhead cam engine, um, that adds weight. Even though it's a smaller engine, it does add weight. And after all the aero, I'd expect it probably raise within 50 pounds of this, maybe even over. So, like, I'm... But it's going to make significantly more power mm -hmm. um, and significantly more torque. Torque is really good for getting out of corners because torque is what you feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, um... So... I understand. And people are also talking about, uh, you know what carbon fiber is, right? Yeah. So carbon fiber has a really high strength to weight ratio. Mm -hmm. So um, so what the advantages to that is that you can have something lighter that's just as strong. Okay. Um, so, but, um, so it, the first time I ever heard of it was on the Mustang GT3, not, not GT3, Mustang GT350, are, uh, you could get carbon fiber wheels. Now, carbon now wheels weight is super important, more important than like anything else that is besides outside of the engine. Wait, the weight of the wheels? Yeah, so it lowers the weight. So it could, I think they're right around like a normal wheel was right around, I think like twenty one pounds or so. Yeah. But then you cut that down to like fourteen pounds. Now that doesn't sound a lot like a lot of weight. Because it's spit rotation, it's rotation. So unsprung weight, like a wheel, is like 
is a huge deal because mm-hmm. that spinning changes the way that car will brake. It will decelerate better. It will accelerate better. The higher top speed, the way it will change direction faster, mm-hmm. so much faster. And I hear that they're probably gonna have optional carbon fiber wheels on the Z06. Oh. Now that could that could just be speculation. I don't know. So this is only like for certain cars. Just- so no, so that's so they make them. Um, I think it's like a carbon dream or something like that. There's only like one company or two companies in the world. They're based out of Australia, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but they're gonna but they're talking about having optional carbon fiber wheels for it, which will make it. Really fast around a track, really yeah. fast. I mean, that's just that's essentially free horsepower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for real. <laughs> um. Then for the ZO, so for the ZR1 though, they're talking about which is the sponsored by the ZO6. They're talking about having a. Uh, they're probably talking about having the same five point five liter uh, V8 in it as the ZO6, but they're going to twin turbo it, okay. which is a more power baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, you know that sticker on the back of the it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I got. I have a shirt that says more power, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know it sounds like Yeah. But um, they're talking about making like between 425 and 485, 4, 450 horsepower. Wow. Which is a lot of power. Um, On a streetcar. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um. So they're probably gonna make it built, which means they're gonna strengthen certain parts of it, and they're gonna twin turbo it and all. Um, and talk about it'll probably weigh a little bit more because turbo setup can probably add a significant. They can add a significant amount of weight to the car. There'll yeah. be a lot more power. Mm-hmm. The great thing about um adding weight with a mid engine design is that uh your weight is closer to the center than it is to the front drive car. Yeah. Um, and then they're also talking about having a hybrid as well. So the hybrid. Uh, we'll probably have, because um, I'll show you the frame here. Uh, but essentially, in the middle of the Essentially, you see that little, uh, see this big thing right here? There was speculation that they're going to be adding batteries right in there. Oh, whoa, okay. So this is the chassis of the C8. So this is like all the underbody stuff that you never see. Yeah. So they're talking about, so what I heard originally was one of the reasons why they never added, because they don't, they're not putting manual in this. They only have a dual clutch, which kind of works like an automatic when you want it to work like an automatic, but then it has the paddles on it. Yeah. That shifts in microseconds. It's faster than any kind of shift anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, technology comes from F1. Yeah. But they're talking about adding batteries right in there uh, to make it a hybrid, kind of like that P1 I was telling you about earlier. Mm-hmm. So what they're talking about is probably, they're probably going to have the same engine as the Z06 in the same, in the in the hybrid. Probably going to have a different name, just hybrid Corvette. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're probably going to use the Z06 engine, which is a 600 horsepower engine, and then put a hybrid system on it. But then they're going to be adding the daddy for the Corvette. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so, um, <laughs> my gosh, <laughs> unbelievable, <laughs> folks, don't listen to her, yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, 
Where the beef? <laughs> Nia! <laughs> Holy Toledo. <laughs> As old man Clymer once said. Not just once, he said it all the time. He said, I know. <laughs> Holy Toledo. Um, uh, but, um, so they're probably, so they're talking about probably having about, they're probably going to increase power to power by like 150 horsepower or so with the hybrid system. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they're going to have the Zora. Zora was the, um, he, they call him the father of the Corvette. So, wait, is this a person? Or is yes. Okay. I'm trying to remember his first name, but Zora was his last name. So in I the, I've heard a Spain name before. It's possible. Okay. Um, but he, uh, <laughs> he in the sixties and the seventies, he was dying to make a Corvette mid engine. Because he knew that it would make a better handling design, it just never happened. Yeah. But so they're but they're, because they finally made the mid-engine Corvette, even though they've been talking about it for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're literally talking about a fifty-year journey here. Wow. Okay. Um, over that actually, I believe. Wow. Um, but they're and they call him the father of the Corvette. Um, so they're ta- so it seems like they're gonna they're gonna be having a Zora model, which it's speculation what engine is gonna be. It's gonna be over a thousand horsepower, okay. With with a hybrid system, oh. and making it a track animal. Oh. So the speculation is that they're gonna use that they're gonna use that uh, ZR1 engine, which is the twin turbo five point five liter, and the hybrid system, mm-hmm. and make over a thousand horsepower. Oh wow! Yeah. So, the hybrid system, they're probably going to make an all-electric Corvette, but I don't care about an all-electric Corvette because, to me, that's sacrilegious. <laughs> and you should die in a hole if you ever thought it's a good idea. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> the only thing that's worse than that is the Mustang. They what? made... No, 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 the, the, I don't like Mustangs to begin with because I'm, oh, I'm, well, well, I'm a Chevy guy. Oh, well, okay, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I like them much better than my dad used to have one. Oh, See really? that? Yeah. That's that's like what oh, my dad Oh, that's part. the one that he had? Yeah. Like, the look of it? Yeah. Rocks SS. You see this, the um, what, old license plate over there? Yeah. That's because it was an SS Camaro. Oh. Wait. Yeah. The, I th- did it look like that? Yeah, it, it looked like that one on the right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Right. Then he ended up getting black wheels for it that were wider and all, and then he changed it. I'll mm-hmm. show you some pictures of this thing. Yeah, so yeah. sick. I want I want to try to find the person that owns it now. And see if I can save enough of enough money for it, and basically say, when you're ready to sell this, I will take it off your hands. Wait, so did your dad sell it silent to someone? He sold it to someone to help me get the Corvette. But you want to buy it from the person that he sold it to. Well, okay. no, no. I'm so mad about this. <laughs> this stupid bird whisperer. <laughs> I kid you not. Okay. He's known as like the bird whisperer. The New York Times wrote an article about this guy. He lives up no in New way. York. Yes. Okay. That my dad sold his Camaro to, and he's known as like this bird whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear, and and he because my dad had all this work done on the Camaro, and it was I mean imported throttle body, cold air intake, mm-hmm. uh, headers, um, high flow cats. I mean, he had a short throw shifter in it. He had uh, what else done to it? Wait, so he why had different suspension because he wanted to get the Corvette. Well, it was it was like in shape and everything too. Like it was. It was in great shape, shape, but he wanted a Corvette because he wanted something that worked better. Now that's okay. car. I mean, the, the Corvette probably accelerates a little bit faster, mm-hmm. just because it's lighter. Yeah. Um, but the Camaro, after everything he did to it, at the wheels, which um, 
the number the numbers that you normally hear from a car like a car brand new they they would say 426 horsepower that 426 horsepower is at the crankshaft at the wheels you lose between the crankshaft and the wheels you usually lose about 18 percent ish okay but after all the work he had done to it and after it got tuned he was making 468 horsepower at the wheels which, if you translate that, I think was right around 530 horsepower. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that thing went like a bat out of hell. <laughs> it was so fast. It was, and put a throttle body essentially makes it more responsive. Yeah. So if we were on like a potholy road that was really rough, mm-hmm. and the throttle was so, the throttle was so sensitive, and, and he changed the suspension that made it really rough. Yeah. Because um, it made it handle better. Uh-huh. It would lurch. Yes. Like if he was in first, it would go. Mm-hmm. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Oh now it was entertaining. It was not comfortable, but it was entertaining. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was giggling when my dad was doing it. He's like, do it again. And then he's like, stop. <laughs> yeah, I'm two. I know I'm two. Jeez, get, I'm off, get off my back. <laughs> um, But yeah, I want to get. I can get in contact. But that guy. No, but I was trying to get to. That guy sold it during COVID because he lost because he lost his job and all. And he, yeah, what? this stupid guy that I hated to begin with sold the Camaro to to some. I'm so mad that he sold it. This guy is going to hell for sure. He sold the Camaro. <laughs> to, Wait, the one to I... some unknown dirty human being. That oh. so I needed. So my dad's gonna try to get in contact with that guy that. Sold it to. So the one so, that yeah, so sold it to said someone else. So the guy that my so the guy that my dad sold to sold it to someone yeah, else. Yeah. Okay. So I want to see if I can get in contact with them to basically say, I don't know if you're trying to get rid of this or not, but when you're ready to, let me know. And if I have enough money, I'll buy it from you. Yeah. Um. So, but that's what I want to do because I want to get the Camaro because to me, I love that car. I love that car. Yeah. It's I pretty I too. when we when we sold it, I cried. Yeah, and I had to go to work. No. I was so pissed oh, off. I was oh, like, how long did you have that car for? He got that in 2010. No, no, he got in August of 20 of 2009. Oh, oh, wow. And we got and he, and he got rid of it in like I want to say like May of 2019. So we had that thing for uh, for almost 10 years. Okay. That's Yeah. I grew up in that car, and that, I, I, um, that was my, like, my dad, the first sporty car, sporty-ish car, he was just waiting for the Camaro to come out, yeah. and essentially, he, but he wanted to own it in the meantime, mm-hmm. he got a Civic Si, which is, which is a Civic, but it's a little sportier and all, and mm-hmm. I, and we had a blast in it, and then, like, my, he would, he would drive me around and stuff, yeah. yeah, uh, but then, when he got the Camaro, this is when all hell broke loose, and mm-hmm. we just... Because it was just so much faster. <laughs> so much power. <laughs> the advantage to the advantage to the cross plane the cross plane crank and then a high liter engine is you get instantaneous torque. Really? Like any gear at any time, you put down your foot and you feel it. Yeah. You feel it. Yeah. That's so cool. And and then the Camaro after he did it was even more like <laughs> anytime you touch the throttle, it wanted to go. Really? Yeah. He said the worst part about that car is that it made it tempted you to drive faster. It just like it was like it's like yeah, taking a dog. It it's like taking a dog and then putting a piece of bacon right over his nose and then saying, You cannot eat that. And that answer 
there. <laughs> right there. Right. <laughs> like, what do you want? Me, like, it's like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Come on. And it was and it was red. And oh he had hat. He had and he had flat black two hash marks and flat black oh wheels on it. We gotta get that back. <laughs> I want it back so bad. He had a different. We he actually took, took off the spoiler than he liked. He had a bigger spoiler meant to give a little more downforce, a little more uh a spoiler doesn't really give you that much downforce, but it helps stabilize things at high speeds a little bit. Um so they had a bigger spoiler that was carbon fiber mm. and it looked so good. He even had he even got a chin spoiler for it, um, that was carbon fiber to, uh to give more downforce in the front. It was so nice though. Mm. I miss that car so much. I think about it and I still feel like tear up. Yeah. My, I mean, we had the car for a while. I haven't seen it in so, so long. I remember when he... Get, yeah, you have to get that interior for sure. Yeah. I was talking to my dad about it the other week. Um, About doing that. Mm-hmm. Problem is, I don't have any money, though. Yeah. So. That's okay. Yeah. It's sad. But, um... Uh... But I'm excited. I'm just excited to see this new Corvette, though. Mm-hmm. But that Camaro's what made me really, really fall in love with cars. The yeah. Civic SI was like... The, it was like... It was like started playing the seeds, and then then the tree grew, and now and now that tree is humongous. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> you are vulnerable. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. See, see what everyone's missing when they're not yeah, listening to this the crop talk <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um. But yeah. So it's it's. Okay, still going. Okay, cool. Sorry, I thought we lost the stream for a minute. Uh, but uh, we've been doing this for an hour and five minutes now. Really? Yeah. Did, did your headphones just go? Yeah, in? one one ear. Hold on. That's weird. <laughs> you hear it now? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, we're gonna lose. Audio for a second, and then let's see if this works. They're working fine now. It worked for a second. Yeah, something's wrong. Yeah, it's definitely connected. Is it working fine now? Yeah. Yes, we did it. <laughs> Good job. Teamwork. Yeah. Uh, sort of. Okay. Now there is some things that I'm irritated. I would have been wanting to talk about. Right. Stupid cars. Stupid cars. Yes. Get to that. <laughs> Anytime I hear people talk about either the Ford Raptor, which is the, the F-150, but it's a their high-performance one that's made to go off-road. Yeah. So originally it had a V8 in it. It was supercharged V8, and it was fast. It made like 600 horse. Yeah. Now they change it to a... Any full-size truck should never have a V6 in it if it's meant to be fast. So they have a twin-turbo V6 in it. it called, it's called an EcoBoost. Mm-hmm. It's so dumb. And I know it makes more power, but it should have a V8. Mm-hmm. It needs a V8. It's a truck. It needs a V8. It's an American truck. It needs a V8. Wait, it's... what kind of V6? Eco Boost. Eco Boost. Yeah, Eco Boost. Because um, they they call Eco because um, the reason why they started using turbos on like all kinds of cars is because it's more economical or more eco friendly. Uh, because they're more because okay. they're more efficient. Yeah. Because you have right, the ability right. to get significantly better gas mileage. Mm-hmm. 
Finch, um, but then also still get enough, still have enough power to get out of its own way. Yeah, that's the idea of it. Okay. Uh, now, it makes me so mad. Now, I I think I heard that um, I think it was Hennessy. It could be someone else, but they took that they took the raptor and they made they called it the Velociraptor. Oh, and yeah. they put they put a V eight oh they put yeah, a V eight in it and they supercharged it and they made it really bad. I think it made like eight hundred horsepower yeah, or something like wow. that. But it makes me so mad when people talk about it. And it, even worse than the even worse than the Raptor, the Ford GT. The Ford GT has the same engine essentially, but it, it's a Ford GT and it has in in Ford's effort to make make it look like they're good at making things economical or making things more green. They took a four hundred thousand supercar and they put a V six in it. Oh. What the heck is that? <laughs> My friend Derek had a Velociraptor. Are you sure? Yeah. Or wait. Probably not. It's like a hundred thousand dollars. Like never mind. Sounds like it. It wasn't like the, the Ford Raptor. Yeah, it was like it was weird. It, it could be a Raptor, but it's probably not. But the because Raptor is just Velociraptor. Oh yeah. But the Hennessy called it the Velociraptor. Yeah. Uh, it's kind yeah. of silly. Okay. But that's how it, it is. Similar. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's just, um, but um, one thing that um I will admit though, with Fords, I'm a Chevy guy. Mm-hmm. There is a couple different, there's a couple different cars that um are Fords that I make exception for. Mm-hmm. The uh, every Chevy, almost every Chevy guy will admit it. The exception is the Bronco, because the Bronco's cool. Can't tell me it's not. Even the new ones, I do like the new ones, um, and the other one, and the other one is the Fox Body Mustang. I don't know why I like it. I could not explain to you why it's cool, <laughs> but there's something about it that's cool. It doesn't look like a Mustang at all, but it's something cool about it. But I don't it know. Looks like one. It like no, no, no. Fox Body Mustang. No. Wait, show me a picture. Show me. A picture. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Why is it called Mustang? Because it was a Mustang, but they called it. This was the Fox Body. This was in the eighties. I mean, it was cool and all. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but it it did it did kind of save the pony car, pony, yeah. pony cars um, like the Challenger or the uh, the Mustang or the Camaro. So they called the pony car. Well, that's kind of cool. The clip art type thing. Oh, what? A, that's a modern recreation. Like if they made a new one today, oh. it's not real. Like uh, this is what this is essentially what it looks like. But I I think they're cool, um, especially the five zero. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a weird looking thing. Yeah. But um, Fox Bodies are cool in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, that um that new version that they're trying to make that looks cool. That's, they're not trying to make it. That's just someone. Just, oh, they're not trying. To nah, uh, no, Ford's not into that. Ford, <laughs> no. So, so this is what makes me really mad. The, the pinnacle of the American V8. You can argue the Corvette is the pinnacle of the American V8, which I would. There's, a, I'll agree with you fifty percent of the time. Other half of the time, I'm gonna say it's the Mustang. Yeah. But the Mustang's known for having a V8. Now I get they had V6 and they had a four, four liter, a four cylinder turbo. Fine. Mm-hmm. But it's iconically known with the V8, and they brought out because they every generation they call it the mock the Mach whatever, mm-hmm. like a Mach 1 Mustang. They're calling this electric Mustang. Uh, I hope so. It's so ugly. What do they call it? Oh, the Mach-E. The Mach-E, like electric. Mach-E, electric. Mach-E. 
Mock is a generation. Oh. They call it's a Mach E. Oh, those are ugly. It's an SUV. It's not a Mustang. Yeah. Wait, that's a Mustang. They're calling it a Mustang. You're lying. No. Look, what? it has the Mustang badge right there. Oh my gosh, that's ugly. And they that's like vaguely make it look like a Mustang there. It it's not like, a Mustang. It looks look. like one of the small cars they're trying to make look a bit like a big car. You know, like that's what it is. Cars. They're making it a crossover. That's so it makes ugly. me so mad. Yo. You can you ever <laughs> thought this was a good idea? Like, and the, the the sign looks so ugly too in the front too. It's like just like the grill. That. No, just where the the, the horse is. Like. I, I, yeah, I don't like the way they did the grill. Yeah, grill either. Not. But um, no. Whoever did this can go fornicate themselves oh, with really? wire brush. Look at the back of it too. Like, what are those lightning bolts? That one, you see that? <laughs> yeah, I don't like that right there where it extends out. Like the three, the three, the three lines there that go out. Yeah. That's the iconic Mustang look, which I don't have a problem with. But not, but not, 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 not the way that is. That's a, that's an SUV. <laughs> It's no, an SUV. Yo, it makes. I saw one the other that's day. Ugly. I saw one the, the other day on the road. I was just oh, all of a sudden. I was burning hot, mad. I was just like, you piece of human garbage. I saw them. Like, I hate you. <laughs> I was pissed off. I this random person. I don't know them at all. But I'm pissed off that they Wait, were ever trying. Handles on the side. Do they even have handles? Uh. So what it is is like um. Oh, I see it. I see it. It's okay. so it's. So you see, so you see where the window ends. Yeah, that's right. So it's gonna have a handle inside there, like the the new Corvette. Like I'll. But I saw one of these on the road, and I didn't know it was a Mustang. I didn't look at the like the symbol or anything. But I see this exact thing. Ugly, ugly, ugly car. Okay, so like this doesn't have handles, but with like it's right. Right yeah, in there, right yeah. there. You s- <laughs> no, you son of a gun. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulties here. You turned on your mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a TV. I have a TV up in here now, so I can show Mia the stuff, and I thought it'd be cool for guests. Yeah. Um, but the problem is the margins on this thing do not work that good. Yeah, it looks like it's like halfway down. Yeah. Just a little bit. It's annoying. Whatever. But uh, the cool thing about uh, rubber hand. Oh, that's right. The the Mach-E. But it's okay. so dumb. I'm like I'm fine with Ford making an electric car. Like yeah. I like I could care less. Mm-hmm. But don't call it a Mustang. <laughs> no, no, no. This is important. This is so important right now. You cannot call it a Mustang. It's not a Mustang. It's an SUV. Just to start off. It's not a Mustang if it's an SUV. But let alone an electric Mustang. That is stupid. That is so incredibly stupid. Like, that's the icon of the American V8. Yeah. It makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. It makes me so mad. I don't you're, know why they're trying to, like, come out with these. Like, I understand why you're making electric cars. You think you're being environmental and all. Oh, you think you're saving the planet. You're not. <laughs> you, think, you, think that you're, you, think you're, you think that you're a good person because you buy an electric car. You're not. <laughs> I don't know. 
You're not. <laughs> Every single person that owns an electric car or thinks they're being virtuous because they have an electric car. Not every single person. Most of them. Um, and it's like, you're not. They're act- I talked about this before. You actually are, most car, on average, electric cars are worse for the environment. No, I know. I know they are. Because of the process of mining things for, for um, I think, uh, uh, what are they called? Uh, conflict minerals? I believe they're called that. Mm-hmm. Like, the mining for them, like, so... So electric cars have what's called lithium-ion batteries. Mm-hmm. Now, they're mainly comprised of nickel. Nickel's extremely dirty in mining process. Mm-hmm. Also, you have to go to places like... Um, um, it's in Africa. Uh, but it's, you just travel over there. Ooh. <laughs> see, this is why I like... See, I, see, I know I shouldn't take pleasure in this, but it makes fun of electric cars. So... <laughs> Is it worth it? <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I, I, am, I'm mad. Just we'll put it that way. Okay. Yeah. The, the electric Mustang makes me very irritated. They shouldn't call it a Mustang. You can make an electric car all day long. You can even make it sporty, but it's not a Mustang. It's not ever going to be a Mustang. You just it even go work away. Like one at all, but... Well, that, well, that's good. Well, yeah, not that, but like, you know. Yeah. Okay. But um I'm really what I am kind of excited about what Ford's doing is the new Bronco. I really like the look of them. I'll show you. Yeah, show me pictures. Yeah. I've I've heard of them before. Yeah. <laughs> so um this is the new one. Uh I used to not like the look of this car. The so, front of it. See, I like it. You don't have to. I mean, like, I mean, so this I is like the so this is the two door. door. This is the two door. They're gonna be making a four door too. Like, oh, like that one. Yes, yeah, so like yeah. these. Um, I like the two door better. I think it looks better. But they're gonna be offering it. Um, they're gonna be um between like thirty four, for sixty seven pounds and thirty seven hundred pounds. Thirty seven. Seven pounds, oh, so it's so it's it's not super heavy. I mean, it's for for a truck type platform. Yeah, it's not too bad. I think it's built off the Ranger. Mm. I could be wrong about that, but I believe that's what it is. Um, well, like uh, those two built, I don't really like the look of those. Like the first picture and the second one, like that built, like where you can like this one. Yeah, like that one where you can like take off the hatch. So those are cool. Yeah, well, what they're trying to do there is trying to kind of like compete with the, against the Jeep. Yeah, um, I could tell. Yeah, you could so see the, that. So, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get the off-road SUV game, but then they're also making it in such a way that you can, that way it functions kind of like a Jeep where you can take off certain panels. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. Um, But they're going to be offering it with a seven-speed manual, but they're mm-hmm. not going to be offering the uh, the seven-speed manual uh, with the more powerful engine. They're only going to be offering it with the weaker engine, which is sad. But I'm glad they're at least offering it with one because a lot of manuals are going out of commission. But then they're also going to be offering it with a 10-speed automatic. Um, but um, mm-hmm. for the smaller engine, they're talking about a 2.3-liter EcoBoost, which is a, tr- a turbocharged engine um, with about 310 pounds foot of torque. Um, so we're, And that's the one you can have either the manual or the automatic. They're either one. Or with a two, and then they're also going to have a 2.7, which is going to make uh, 310 horsepower and 400 pounds foot of torque. Mm. So a little bit more power, but significantly more torque, uh-huh. which would be great, which would be great for off-roading. 
But yeah. I don't know how good it's going to be with the automatic. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm excited for that. But uh, uh, the last thing I want to talk about, and then we're going to be done, done is the new Jeep. The, actually, any Jeep. Jeeps, I, you like Jeeps, right? Yeah, I really like Jeeps. I don't like Jeeps. What kind of, all right, so. Jeeps are dumb. I don't like them. Really? I, I like, don't, I only like I know them. everyone likes them. I do not. I may have gotten this opinion from my dad, and probably, but that's besides the point here. They're dumb because they're made as an off-road vehicle, and no one takes them off-road really. What? I know. If I had a Jeep, I would. I would okay. So if you okay, I should preface this. If you take your Jeep off-road, then I'll be friends with you. <laughs> I would. I'll like I won't. I won't be friends with you if you have one. One and you don't take it off-road because then you're just a jerk. And you, you buy a car just for aesthetics, yeah. which I don't understand. Why would you buy a car just for, for looks? Yeah. Like, that's a stupid kind of reason. Stupid. But people are like, yo, they're kind so cool. Trendy. But no. It's like, this is going to be so, going to sound racist and sexist, but name a white girl that does not like Jeeps. They, <laughs> I haven't met one. Like, I don't know any white girl. Actually, I've met one, but that's because she's like a car girl. She just like, she okay. like it. Uh, no, her name's like Sky. Yeah. Um, oh, that's nice. Oh, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, keep me in the loop, Mia. Come okay, on. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> so yeah, but I don't like them. They're so annoying, and they're so unreliable. All Chrysler products no, are so unreliable. They are. They are so unreliable. I've talked to my dad. The old ones are okay, ish. Mm. But the new, but especially new ones are so unreliable. Mm-hmm. I, it just makes me so mad. But, oh, I did want to talk about Supra. The okay. new Supras. Have you ever seen, you know what the new Supras look like? Yeah. You know what they do? The new ones? Yeah. I think I've seen them. Yeah. Pretty sure. Pull up a picture and I can show you. Oh, no, I have not seen the so. Okay. Yeah. The front looks very so they so, so I like the look of them in all honesty, yeah. but the problem is they're made they're not a Toyota. Yeah. Um, they're made by BMW. They're made in the same pa- factory as the uh, Z4, which wait, is that looks like a Honda though. Like this. It's a Toyota. So Toyota does all the body work. They came up with the they came up with the, the body design. It's actually made by BMW, um, which wow, they did. Yeah, I do kind of like the. I I like I really like the look of it. Yeah, me too. But I don't like because um, I'm I don't like that they didn't come up with a manual with it. And like I understand you don't want to sell it with a manual, so they put a dual clutch in it, which is fine. Oh, I yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. But it's like so that's like that's a minor thing. I don't like that it has a BMW engine because the Supra Wait, is it has a BMW engine. Yes, this is this is a Toyota with a BMW engine what? because Toyota doesn't make anything really exciting anymore. They don't make anything really that exciting. Yeah. Anymore. Because Toyota's, because the 2JZ engine, which I talked about earlier, which makes it handle lots of power, mm-hmm. they over-engineered it to the balls, and then they, and you could slam it, boatloads of power, over a thousand horsepower in some of those, those engines. Really? Yeah. With, with, um, without stock internals, you're talking about the same block, though. Mm-hmm. Tons of power. Tons. Really? Wow. Yes. Um, but this is a BMW engine. Now, BMW makes one of the best straight sixes there is. Mm-hmm. Straight sixes from Toyota, yeah. line six. Yeah. Um, they make one of the best straight sixes there is, as far as on the road, but they're not good, but they're not as reliable as a Toyota, and it's no longer a Toyota because it's made by BMW. Mm. Like there was a recall on a certain part for those, those um cars. Mm-hmm. Like it was not stupid, I think. 
But um, I'm like, cause all, all brand new redesigned cars, it will have little recalls and little things like um, yeah. like uh, I remember like uh, a couple of years ago, the, the side curtain airbag on the passenger side, something was wrong with it. Um, but you know who sends out the recall? It's not Toyota. It's BMW because BMW is responsible. What? They're legally liable, not Toyota. So yeah. Toyota can't. So so Toyota gets only some of the profits from this car, but, um, but a lot of the but. A lot of it goes to BMW. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I don't like like I like I understand like the um the uh the BRZ. You know the BRZ. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So the, the FRS and then the GT eighty six or the GT here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Toyota's ridiculous with their naming system sometimes. Because um, there was a joint venture between uh, uh, Subaru and Toyota. Subaru basically did a lot of the design, did most of the design. Toyota essentially funded it, and they made and they made a great car. But it, it was nothing super crazy. But it's a great car. Yeah. But um, and to, and Toyota did a lot of the designing of it, and it's fine. And I and I really would want one. Yeah, yeah. But um. Where was I going with this? Oh, but it was actually still a Toyota. Like, it was still really reliable, like a Toyota. The engine wasn't great. It was only reliable as a Subaru, which, um, uh, a Subaru engine, which is still okay. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not Toyota level, but it's, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, because the engine was really fully designed by, by a uh, Subaru. That's why it's a boxer. Oh. It's a great engine. They're actually coming out with a new one soon. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, it's going to ha- have a little more power and all of this. But, um, they actually made it work with this joint venture to make something really reliable and mm-hmm. really good yeah. without completely outsourcing to another company. The only part of, part about that, the the new Supra, that's Toyota, is the interior and the body. That's it. Oh, okay. So the engine everything else is like the same? All, all that's BMW. Okay. Like, um... Wow. The only difference, basically, between these cars... One's a hard top, one of them's a convertible. Same car see, underneath. I don't like the lights in that. I, see, I, it's, it's like the I'm not a huge fan of the new ones. I like the older yeah. ones. I think the older ones are okay. But I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the styling of the new ones. I think the Toyota definitely looks better. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather have a convertible. Yeah. Per, like that, that's, that's just that's, my personal that, preference, I, though. That's a transfer. Yeah, this is like the old ones. Yeah, I like that look. Yeah, I like that a little bit better. Mm-hmm. That's just my personal preference. Now, um... Cool thing when it was coming out. Oh, that one's really pretty. Yeah. So this is the this wow. was the, this was the con. This is when it was still a concept. Mm-hmm. Not real. What's that one right there? This is just another concept. Um, but yeah, I I would rather have that as the car because I don't care about aesthetics that much. I'd rather have something that is what I want as far as like what qualities does it have. Like I'd like like everyone wants a car that looks good, but yeah. like that to me that's like one of the last things on the list. Yeah, same. I'm the same way. I don't really care about the look of the car. But... Like I mean, like I'd like it to be clean and all, not look terrible, but like yeah, yeah. Just give me something bigger to do. 
But that's one of the things. That, like, people talking, they're like, yo, the new Super is so cool. It's like, I'm sure it's really fast. I'm sure it's been around the track. But it's not a Super. It's, it's, a, it's a Z4. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what mm-hmm. But the engine is a really good engine. BMW makes a great straight six. But it's not a Toyota. Mm. It's not, like, because that's what matters to me. Because yeah. I want something that you can modify and and boost it to the gills and then make tons and tons of power. Yeah. Because yeah, that's just what I like. Yeah, that's just your personal opinion, though. That's what you enjoy. People get mad at me, though. It's whatever. Yeah. Got the hater stuff. <laughs> okay, T-Swizzle. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, how did you like your first podcast? This is fun. It's yeah. more like a normal conversation. Right? Yeah, that's all like, it has to be. I honestly forgot we were doing a podcast. Yeah, we're just having a conversation, <laughs> but we're doing it live. Mm-hmm. Look, it's an hour and a half. Already? Yeah. Oh. Just sitting here. Now, I will tell you, I knew it was an hour and a half because my butt's sore from these chairs. Yeah. But that's a different part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. As we'll see you later. All Bye. right. Have a good day, y'all. <laughs> this is fun. Very chill. We are literally just having a conversation. Yeah. I feel like I could do a podcast for like an hour. Yeah.